What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly sports history for February 20th, 2023. Let's start with today's Philly sports black history spotlight. Today, we're going to take a look at Sonny Hill. Sonny was born in Philly, went to Northeast High, went to college for a couple years, and then he joined the Eastern Basketball League, which I believe is the same professional league that John Chaney also played in. Um, I know they they knew each other. Um, I believe John was a little bit older than Sonny. But uh, what I didn't know in doing the research for this, that Sonny was uh, a broadcaster. So he was the color commentator with Andy Musser from uh, the Phillies days when I was a kid. Uh, but for the Sixers. So he did that for a few years. And then when the NBA was on CBS, he was the uh, a commentator for them uh, from like in the mid 70s there for a little bit. You probably know him now as he has his show on WIP, the, the Living Room with Sunny Hill on Sunday mornings. Definitely should give it a listen. I, I love it. And I don't know whether it's just his calming. Like I never really see him get too animated one way or the other he's very knowledgeable but his voice is very soothing and on top of that i learn something every time i listen to him and he does a lot of history of the sports in philly obviously a lot of the history with race um, and just the the struggles that black athletes had when he was uh, coming up so i highly suggest listening to him like i said i learn a lot when i listen to the living room with sunny hill but Sunny Hill's biggest contribution to the city probably is his basketball league. So the Sunny Hill League was started in 1968, and basically it is uh, was created as a safe haven for kids to escape gang, drug, violence on the streets, and things like that. A lot of the same issues we have today they had back then. So he created this league to give the, the student-athletes a chance to basically escape the violence and, and do something productive. Um, and it's going strong today. I mean, it's there's like 60 teams, um, eight, nine hundred kids playing it, uh, and it just it gives them an alternative to not be on the streets and to to use be productive with their energy and, and free time. So shout out for that, Sonny. Uh, he did receive the Manny Jackson Human Spirit Award um, in 2008, and that is given out by the Basketball Hall of Fame, basically for a person recognized as a leader and a catalyst for change in their community through basketball. Uh, that basically is the epitome of Sonny Hill. So the fact that he is able to do so much um, for so many, and again, I don't even know if on his TV show or his radio show, if that is one of his intentions but he, he's giving a lot of knowledge and, and just helping uh, me get like learn more and, and be a better person because of it um, but obviously the big thing with Sonny is the Sunny Hill Basketball League so shout out to you Mr. Hill you are the mayor of Philadelphia basketball and for that we thank you all right so Joe did play in the all-star game he dropped 32 and in doing more of the research on his sore foot, it, it seems to me he has plantar fasciitis. And I had this after the Broad Street run uh, last spring, and it took me almost a year to get through it. But basically, once your foot gets loosened up and stretched, you're going to be fine. So it's kind of one of those things, yes, he's going to be questionable. But like in thinking about it and, and in hindsight, maybe it's not the worst thing for him to have played in the All-Star game. Uh, 
because basically that's that was how I was able to recover from it. I just kept staying active, stretching, and the more I, I was off of it, the worse it got. So maybe, I don't know, I'm not comparing my foot to Joel Embiid's foot, but it sounds like it's the same type of injury, and that rest actually didn't really do much for it. You need to stretch, and basically the physical therapist I went to said you need to attack it. So we shall see. But the Flyers are in Calgary this afternoon for a little President's Day matinee. Um, Calgary's not a bad team, so we'll see how they respond to that. I might actually tune in to that. Uh, great time was had at the Temple game yesterday. Um, they blew out Tulsa the way they should have. Um, against my better judgment, it was Hooter's birthday, and my son wanted to get his picture with as many of the mascots that were there as possible. One of them happened to be the Villanova Wildcat. I think it's Wild D-Cat. Um, whatever. But if you follow me on Facebook, there is a picture of him giving his Vs with the, the Villanova Wildcat. Killed me. Killed me. Killed me. But the things you do for your kids. However, they had fun. They were into the game. We did see, show them the John Chaney statue and kind of go over that. It was actually really cool because they honored the 93 uh, Elite Eight team, the one we talked about yesterday, um, and so a lot of those guys were there, and I was showing them the banners and telling them like I was there at the games in '99, I was at school in 2001. So counteract some of that Villanova uh, Villanova picture with some some Temple Owls history, uh, but at least it wasn't the Penn State Nittany Lion. But let's stick with college hoops again today. We're going to go back to 1996. To February 20th, we're going to give the Drexel Dragons some love. They beat on this day Maryland Baltimore County 87 to 55. Malik Rose had 20 points, 13 rebounds. The Dragons that year won the North Atlantic Conference regular season as well as the conference tournament. So they went, made it to the big dance as a 12 seed. Uh, and they were just in a brutal, brutal bracket. However, they did beat number 16 Memphis by 12 in the first round, which probably could be considered one of the biggest wins in uh, school history. Um, so they played the number 16 team, and what was waiting for them in the second round? Number 13 Syracuse. It was just a brutal, brutal uh just bracket and, and uh, pull for them, but they did lose to Syracuse. But on this day, they beat Maryland Baltimore County to keep their their win streak and, and great season alive. Um, Malik Rose had a phenomenal career at Drexel. Um, he did go on to play in the NBA. He got into announcing for a little bit. He actually was the color commentator for a few seasons for the Sixers. Uh, then he got into front office work, and he's been phenomenal at that. I think he owns a restaurant somewhere in the city as well. Um, so it's almost like we're doing a double uh, double Black History Spotlight today because Malik Rose has done a lot for, for the city of Philadelphia as well and has accomplished a lot. Um, his number is retired by the Dragons, two-time NBA champion, um, and just a great, great college career. Um Never met him, but everybody I've talked to said he's a good guy. He seemed like he was a good guy when he was on with for the Sixers uh, team. So on this day, Drexel beat Maryland-Baltimore County 87-55. Flyers in action today up in Calgary. We want to shout out Sonny Hill for his contributions to Philadelphia basketball and just 
changing the community for the better in general. Happy President's Day for those of you who celebrate. If you're off, be safe, have fun. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.